The Hump, Episode 5, Time Warp Again. Welcome to The Hump, your show about how to get one over in this thing called life. This is Brent Bowen. Chad Beeland. We're here, like, we're here again, like episode five. Know, Can you believe man. we made it this far? I looked at the copy and I'm like, something's wrong. We haven't done five episodes, but you know, we're starting to hit our stride. We're starting to get in the groove a little bit. A little bit. Speaking right. of hitting our stride, you see what socks I'm wearing? <laughs> yes, the famous Barcelona socks. These are the famous New Orleans. Oh, New Orleans, yeah. Ground them into submission. These are the ground me into submission wool socks I mentioned on episode three. Was that episode? That was episode three that just went live on iTunes a couple days ago. Just We're like a listen couple to it. It was so good. We don't beat the interns enough to get it to, to get that stuff cranked out any faster. I mean, it, it, to be honest, we don't pay much. So yeah, we don't really. Yeah. Uh, paying jelly beans and I can't serve them beer yet. So it's like jelly beans and LaCroix. Yeah. And those jelly beans are getting bad. Yeah, after. Pamplemousse is delightful, but yeah, it's good, good stuff. So, um, I, I seriously thought about just handing you over the entire episode after I'm, uh, I, I'm afraid to ask you how you are because we apparently did death and taxes the wrong week. We yes. should have done death and taxes because you almost combined death and taxes into one incident. So you've had a, you've had a, a, a crazy week. Yep. Crazy day. Yesterday was easily, <laughs> easily the craziest day of my life. I mean, not often you're ready to come to blows with your accountant. I, I'm not going to get into it though. It's, it, I'm trying to get over it. I'm, I'm going to have you, once you've calmed down a little bit, I think we're going to have you monologue that entire incident. Yeah. I'm thinking it, like, it was, I'm afraid, like you'll rush up to the camera. You were making me uncomfortable over. I should have not invited you over for pizza prior because you were making me uncomfortable telling me that story. It's kind of like one of those scary stories that you could, like, almost sounds like a Kevin Hart bit at the same time, but, like, you're kind of cringing a little bit. I mean, it was really, really weird. Really weird. So, anybody out there, if you all want to find Chad's accountant, go out to Google Kansas City. Do find Don't do it. <laughs> find, the, find the accountant with all the Google one-star ratings, and you've got, Chad's, you've got Chad's accountant. I didn't give away any names. They're going to have to piece that together on their own. We're moving on. So, so let's move on to some happier. I'll throw down here. Let, let's move on to some happier things, right. okay? So the beer of the week, the local. Oh, nicely played. Look at that. Nicely played. And for the audio folks, we were just talking about this. Chad's wearing a Torn Label uh, shirt this evening. And the beer is from Kansas City Brewery Torn Label. And we were just there last weekend. We were there last weekend. This is... And I just love the name. One, I like brown ales. It's you an imperial do. brown ale, so it's not like the 5% variety. This yeah. one's nearly 13%. You do like brown ales. Like, that's not something, you know, people are like, oh, I'm an APA, uh, IPA guy. I'm a, you know, stout guy. I mean, not too many people are like, I like a good brown ale. Yeah. They are delicious, though. They, they are delicious. Matter of fact, Becca was, you know how I am dangerous with my phone and constantly taking pictures of every beer I drink? Yes. Becca was flipping through the camera the other day, and there's one, I forget the, the name of it, but it looks like there's poop coming out of somebody's pants, 
And I think the name of it's Down with Brown or something. It's like really disgusting, the name of the, the beer. And she went, you drank this? <laughs> I go, it's a brown ale. What am I supposed to do? I hadn't had it before. Well, that kind of ties in with the other one we had at Border, which is another <laughs> Kansas City craft brewery. Uh, let's get weird. Let's get weird. Yeah. That was delightful. It was good. I, I like it. Uh, what do you, that's oh, a, I love New England. New, New England, England IPA is so good. Yeah, and it was citrusy. I like the citrus with the hops. Yes. So this brown ale is shake hands with danger. Danger. Dan- I knew you were going to pull out. Mm-hmm. Lost in powers. A little lost in powers. A little danger. So that's the that's the beer of the week. We have some folks we need to toast. Yes. Um, so you and I got together last week. We collapsed a few things together. Our we toasts. Were, and we were together a lot last weekend, but in a good way. Like, you know. Yeah, we had a lot of together time. We're going to touch on it all. So we had a lot of beer. Yeah. But then on Saturday, I subjected you and your wife, mm-hmm. you and I, to uh, the charity yes. I support. That I'm on the board of directors for Kansas City Young Audiences. And uh, I dragged you guys to that garage band Good stuff, show- showcase. Oh, I could tell there was a lot of apprehension coming in. Becca, Becca in particular was like, oh, I don't know what to expect. Are we at like... Are we at some kid's elementary school function where it's all uncomfortable and you can't wait for it to be over? And that's a little bit how I felt. And then I had a great time. Those kids started rocking. Yeah, man. Like 13, 14, 15-year-olds wailing, playing uh, white stripes and whatnot. What's not to love? I think there were a few elementary school kids. I looked at some of those picks. There were some elementary school kids. There were a handful of two or three kids that the guitar was taller than they were. (laughs) Like, you know, it was nuts. But... They were wailing. I'll give them that. So we have a little preview for folks, a little toast. Let's toast yeah, let's the kids toast. of Kansas City Young Audiences and their teacher, uh, guitarist uh, Chris Hudson. We have a little bit of a sampling from a band. You and I just love their name. Yes. they One, they shredded. Yes. But we love their name. So a little sampling of condensed milk. Condensed milk. <laughs> Dense milk. Oh, it's so good. Sweet and yet <laughs> satisfying. It was this, good stuff. I had a good time. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Grilled cheeses. I had a food truck out there. Say, was it say cheese or? It was uh, cheesy, goes oh, easy cheese KC or something like that. I'll get it right in the comments. I'll put a, I gave him a little shout out on Instagram. So I mean, I, grilled I cheese. Gotta, how can you go wrong? Well, and the grilled cheese Beck and I ended up. Ended up having had goat cheese 
and like some sort of date jam. I mean, we're not talking. No, it any, was it was pork belly jam. Pork I belly jam. That. Oh yeah, pork belly jam. Now we're talking about a pedestrian grilled cheese here. That's this my was, jam. That that so pork belly jam. jam. That was a serious grilled cheese. That so was a good time. That That's was fun. good. That was a good time. So did you end up going to see a quiet place? Did you get that in? I did not. Uh, my wife, Di, and my daughter went and saw it, which my, Diane's not a fan of, like, horror movies. Like, you know, she, she'll tolerate them, but, you know, not her favorite. And uh, she came back, and she's like, do you want to go see it tomorrow? I was like, wow. I mean, that's, it must have been good if not only do you want to see it, you want to see it the next day. And I know you saw it. Yeah, uh, Becca and I went and saw it on Friday. And I am, she thoroughly, she loved it. Like, hands down for her, kind of like die. It was like, this is the best movie I've seen in a long time. I was relieved when I got out of the theater. It's, it's one of those almost experiential type movies was where not a lot of dialogue, right? Well, there's no, I mean, the monster basically that they have in it, the, the evil that exists picks up on sound. So for about 90 minutes, 88 minutes of the 90 minutes, it's all nearly silent, the movie. There's only a couple minutes where sound hmm. factors in. And those few moments, there's a scene in there where some music plays. And I don't want to like set up and ruin the yeah. whole scene. But, I haven't seen it, but there's a scene in there where some music plays for about a minute, minute and a half. And you just exhale. And you're like this relief. Of, any noise is good. Any noise, yeah. Any noise is good. It was crazy. And matter of fact, I warned Becca prior to getting into the theater because I we talked about this. I think last episode. Yeah. She's notorious for sneaking shit in, like food. Yeah. And I, we were watching the previews, and I leaned over to her. I said, "You better crack that can open now." And she went, "Why?" And I go, "The whole movie's silent. <laughs> you're gonna be." Yeah. So she, uh, true to form. It's almost like an Eddie Murphy skit, the way she goes to see a theater, you know, movie. Yeah. Uh, movie. In the theater, she brought a container, a Tupperware container of peanut butter, like protein balls. Homemade. Hmm. And it makes me conjure the whole welfare burger kind of skit. Yeah. And Becca with her protein balls and cans of LaCroix. So we're noshing on, can or drinking cans of LaCroix. Yeah. And noshing on protein balls in the middle they of They are it. healthier options, I will say. <laughs> Just give me the popcorn, man. I know. <laughs> I hate the corn, though, man. That's one of those things. Especially that movie, that would just drive me nuts because people are like, you know, the whole time. Like, just no food allowed in that movie. There shouldn't have been any food allowed in that because it really did kind of ruin the experience. But it's just, it's just, you need to go, you definitely need to go see it. All right, I'll go see it. I'm so, going to see Avengers first, but Infinity okay. War coming next Friday. Next week, the countdown is on. It comes out what next thursday that's april 26th Midnight's too late for me i i'm not gonna see a midnight movie. They, it's not midnight anymore it's like six or seven p.m it's the first showing i think i can do that okay yeah. Yeah. We, we'll see about sneaking that in all right so d and i are committed and you sent me a uh IMDb. a text yeah of the rank order via imdb of and I'm going to get you a response, but I'm getting through all 18 movies. That's impressive. So D and I passed the phase one mile marker. Mm -hmm. What? Not yesterday, but the day before. Is that Monday? So I don't know what the humps on Wednesday every week. You'd think I'd have a 
fucking yeah. clue. But yeah, it was Monday. We finished. We finished the Avengers, their first Avengers, and started watching Iron Man three. We took the night off last night. She has to get to bed by nine nine thirty yeah. at the latest. So yeah. tomorrow tonight, I think we'll finish Iron Man three and move on through the rest of the rest of Phase two. I'm learning like a pattern here. Like you like to like put yourself behind the eight ball and then just bang shit out. I mean, you're trying to watch 18 movies in like 10 days. Your tap tour. I mean, we were <laughs> being a good friend. I'm I'm helping you along through this. I mean, we put in some work on. Uh, it was Friday now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think by the end of the day, though, I think we were dragging you to the next stop, not the other way around. Because you I think you were done at. How many did we end up doing the other day? We did five. We did Boulevard Brewing okay. Company, one of the best. Yes. Uh, we did. Uh, they're 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 test beers. Oh, they were. We should test. stop for a minute because those some of those test beers. Galaxy they had, IPA was fantastic, and that whatever that cookie stout concoction they had, chocolate chip cookie stout, was phenomenal. That was delicious. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Uh, the raspberry ale was pretty good. I yeah, the raspberry like that, but it was good. It was better than Jam Band. It was I better than Jam Band. Yeah, it was better than Jam Band. Uh, so after Boulevard, we did uh, Border. Or no, we did Double Shift. Yep. And then we did Border. And then we did Brewery Imperial and had a pit stop and had something to eat. Yeah, we needed something to eat. Which was smart. Mm-hmm. And then we wrapped up at Torn Label. And you helped me with the blog post. I'm going to come out with soon. Yeah. About this beer drinking experience. I'll have it finished by the end of the week. Yeah, that was so every Yeah, everything on the blog has been the hump, hump, hump. Not in like a... That's the way I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not not in the way like my one mutt dog likes to hump the face of my pug, but not that kind of... But I got a text earlier tonight that our wives are hanging out tonight. They're doing the, you know, ladies' dinner. And yeah, Diane sent me a text that just out of the blue said, Becca said that uh, Ripley humps Foggy's face all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Any other week, that would seem like a strange text, but... I just, I'm just going with it. Well, we had uh, we had had a conversation earlier in the evening, and I'm not going to name names, but my kids, and I'm going to butcher the pronunciation. My my, there is no Latin tongue in here. Like I took, I think nine weeks of Spanish. Yeah, and anybody that can move their tongue that fast to be able to speak the language, by golly. Uh, I toast you. More so power. Let's, to, yeah. let's toast, toast the, the Spanish. Yeah, the Spanish-speaking people of the world because I can't do it. There's no way. But my son was invited to a quinceanera. Oh yeah, and he's you know got a little girlfriend, mm-hmm. and so she's going to. And then they have another friend of theirs, and apparently you know a little bit about this because you and I've been having conversations about you know the kids being in high school and they. Yeah. Some of the kids are having like these big throwdown parties at the Ritz, which is a private event space. And not the Ritz Carlton; it's called the uh, Ritz called Charles. Charles. The Ritz Charles. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like you know, uh, what is it, McDowell's? Yeah, from it, uh, Coming to America. Yes, it's not McDonald's; it's McDowell's. It's McDowell's. Very nicely played. Very nicely played. They got the <laughs> the Golden Arches. We have the Golden Arcs. Yeah, they got the Big Mac. We got the Big Mick. Yeah. Well. They end up getting fake DJs and fake rappers, apparently, for these throwdowns mm-hmm. that they have. And they're inviting freshman kids, right? And so one of my son's friends will go to this, and they were talking about the way he was dancing, and it was all R. Kelly into everybody's business, apparently. <laughs> okay. 
So we were talking about, so I brought it up and I said, so he dances kind of like Ripley dances with Foggy. <laughs> and the kids, yes. and the kids. Lots of pelvic thrusting. <laughs> yes. Little bump and grind. <laughs> so it was, they were, they blushed. They both really blushed. And then Becca came over and I forget who said it, if it was me or her and said, well, better that side than Ripley. <laughs> Humping Foggy's face. So that's how the whole, I think that's how the whole topic got started. <laughs> All right. We've taken, Let's move on. We've taken the hump literally. Literally. So, <laughs> literally. Oh, so we've been doing catch-up contributions. Yes. We did the five. Yeah. So now we're kind of over the hump on that. There were 19 breweries. And now. In the last nine days, we've done eight. nine? Eight. Eight. Because we had. One didn't count. But yeah, one didn't count. It's still a brewery. Yeah. It is still a brewery. We did seven technically on the list. All right. Because we had knocked out the Lee Summit ones in February. Yeah. So we have eight. Wait. No, nine more to go over, over a month period. We'll so get there. We will get there. Uh, anything you're looking forward to this week? Um, no. No? Nothing? You're just glad you're done with your accountant. Yes. I'm glad tax day is behind us. Um, no, 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 really nothing. Nothing. Okay. Well, some weeks are good to be like that. And it's still above kind of what I'm excited about this week. Doing nothing. I'm I love nothing. Oh, yeah. I am totally cool with nothing. I get a little twitchy, you know. If I'm not saying I want to do nothing like days on end, but like a day of nothing. No. Yeah. Sweet. Watch a little NBA basketball, maybe. I have been watching a little NBA basketball. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed Joel Embiid's not playing. I want to see him play. I'm a little a little disappointed he broke his face like right before yeah, the. Generally, not a good injury. No, but no, particularly not when you're a fragile, big man. Too. Yeah, he's made of glass, but yeah, he's a good player. He is a good, really good player. What about you? You got anything going on? Uh, I am geeking out about. I get really excited about recycling days, like scheduled recycling day. So Johnson County Community College is having a recycling day. And so I'm nerding out about all the crap. Well, you know, I'm on a five-year plan to like purge this house. Oh, yeah. Get out of Johnson County, move downtown. We're in the same, on the same, you know, timeline. Yeah. So I am really geek out every time they have like a community recycling day where I can just collect all my crap and give it to someone else. Like we'll get a separate, like I recycle, you know, a lot of glass, a lot of cans, but like, you know, I mean, what, what do they take that you can't, I have set out there at the curb every, every I have Wednesday. boxes of electronics on the other side of that wall. Like, yeah, like the speakers that are like this tall and not quite that bad, but cable, like all the old iPhones cables that are obsolete now. Betamax player. Beta, I have a Betamax player. I might have some cables that worked with Betamax in there. Yeah. And so I, I do yeah. have boxes of this. Garbage that I'm going to be. So you can take pretty much anything up there. Pretty much. Anything. I know TVs like you, know, you can't. You have to pay. Yeah. So you have to pay, and it's a Saturday at Johnson County Community College. If you want to recycle something, and you're listening, and then the shred days. I get really excited about shred days too. See, I I take care of my shredding throughout the year. I try and do that, and I have a shredder, but no, I, I don't have like a like. My wife's work. They just have like a big, you know. Oh, Lock, so just, shred bin, just dump that crap in there. Oh, you dump it. Okay, you take it in there and dump. Um, but no, I, I, 
I love to purge. I mean, there are people that are either, you know, hoarders or purgers, and I'm a purger. My wife's a purger. You're, I'm not quite sure what, what line you fall on. I, I'm, I'm You're probably hoarding bu- purger. I'm probably have split personality where I hoard you it do. to the point I get just so crazed about it, then, then I purge. You're a selective, selective purger, and then you hit a tipping point and you start to purge. Yes. Selective hoarder. Yeah. And then I, I knew what you meant. Yeah, I knew what you meant. But I'm very excited about that. I'll get excited. I always like the large item pickup day. I mean, you know, every other year, our Overland Park has like a, you can basically set anything you want out and they'll pick it up. I do like those days. One, it's fun to get oh, rid of the big trap, the big two, trash. Yeah. The other, it's fun just to sit there in your garage and watch people come and take the crap that, you know, you're ready to get rid of. You remember the year we did that over here? And I, and we, yes. and we yeah, had like a T, one of those rear projection TVs that was like, you know, it was like a small dumpster. It was 60, it was like a 60 inch television screen, huge Very large. projection. And it worked. Yeah. But Still function. the flat screens were starting to come in vogue and mm-hmm. you're ready to get rid of your billboard TV, you know? So you wheel it out to the curb. Yep. And you're very excited. You and know, somebody's going to find a good home. We had, lo- yeah, we had lawn chairs set out. I had a cooler beer set out. We were going to sit and watch the festivities. Somebody's going to adopt the TV and take it to a farm, and it's going to have a good life. And you're like, oops, I forgot to put a note on the TV saying that it actually still works. And I was going to go get the extension cord so we could plug it in and watch it. No, you're actually going to make a sign... So to put on it. To make a sign that said, TV still still works. And I go to get the piece of paper, and the copper thieves come and just right in front of me as I'm, like, taking the note out. It was like like a bunch of bandits. Like, they had, you know, bandit masks on. (laughs) You're walking out of your your house, and they just pull up, snip that (laughs) cord on the TV, Uh. and just take off. And you're like holding the sign that says TV still works. And you're like, just crumple that up. I got electronics neutered, like right there on the, <laughs> right there on the driveway. Oh, all for, you know, three feet of minuscule copper. A minuscule. Yeah. That, that's, that's hard living copper collection. That's a dick move. That is, that is a dick move. Well, this week, speaking of non-dick moves, so this week, and it got me thinking about kind of our main topic. So, by the way, we were talking about the recycling thing. They're still taking volunteers. So if you don't have crap to donate and you like to be a voyeur and watch, you know, all the other crap that people like to drop off, you can be a volunteer and sit and watch. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, all these people drop off their crap. Uh, they're taking volunteers. This week's National Volunteer Week. As you pour my beer. And I put that right next to the mic, microphone, so it probably you could just hear the pour. That's so nice. All of a sudden, I have to Jay, you're not getting that out of the audio. There's no way. I need to go, tinkle go, 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 go. All right. It's National Volunteer Week. Yeah, that's a good thing. So it got me thinking about time. And time's like the, you know, the only finite thing to me in life. Like, yeah, I stress more probably about time than anything else just because it's it's so damn finite. Yeah, and the older you get, the more valuable it gets because you realize time's running out. Oh, don't remind don't remind me. No, I uh we're both very time focused. Like I'm always, you know, the clock's ticketing in my own head. Well, and I like to compress like efficiency. Yes. 
How can I maximize in less time? In less time. Yeah. So, which to some extent, multitasking, you can read just about every kind of piece of research that is out there, but it's like productive multitasking. So I, I watched the Today Show on occasion. They were talking about this and they were like, what things do you do to compress time? And I think it was Savannah Guthrie was like, I brush my teeth while I shower. I I like that too. I actually I do. I shave and often will brush my teeth in the shower. In the shower. So I'll do that. It's not, it's less about time saving and more like in the winter when it's cold and crappy out. Like I'd rather be in the hot shower and I'll just take care of both at once. At once. Yeah. And I'm sure there, there'll be um, energy, conser- water conservation people that'll be screaming at us right now. But uh, I view it as a time saving. So I have a low flow shower head. <laughs> so above, above all other things, where do you like to give your time? Like if we were playing spades, you know, and you had a trump card to play for time, where yeah. where would you play that? Where would you play that card? I I mean, we have beer sitting next to us, so it's quite easy for for me to say, okay, I know I would spend my time going above all other things. Just a good conversation and a pint of beer is where I would spend my time. But it's you know, there are other things I do, obviously too. What about what about you? Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, a great day to me is just spending time with good friends, you know, my wife, my family, uh, hanging out, you know, yeah, having a beer and having fun. And, um, you know, I love this city. I mean, we, you know that. I mean, we love hanging out and just checking it out. And that's, that's a strong day to me. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of exploring. Well, you, I mean, we talked about that last, not last time, but the time before when we were talking about walking. It's like exploring, exploring the world, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, the older I get, it's more about, you know, I want to use my time for experiences. You know, I'm, I'm less focused on stuff and acquiring shit and just more just want to do things in my life I've always wanted to do and never had the time to do it. So take full advantage of that. Take full advantage. Yeah. One of the things I would say too around giving time. So we, you know, we kind of featured and tested the kids of Kansas City Young Audiences. You know this about me too. One of the things I know when I, I have more time to give, I'll continue to give back, you know, to the community in one way, shape or form that's led to some decisions up until this point, Mm -hmm. because I wouldn't be able to do, you know, the work with them that I do now. But one of the things I really enjoy too, and you, you know, this is when I was coaching YMCA basketball. Oh Yeah. And, great coach. and just, well, not coach, not only coaching my own kids, but like, and Becca's laughing at me because she said, I know when our kids are out of the house and if our grandkids don't live here, if we have, you know, are fortunate enough to have grandkids, she said, I can totally see you at the gym just going, I'll coach these kids. Cause I have, I took on other right. teams that, uh, you know, they did, they, for whatever reason, the parents weren't comfortable coaching or. Uh, they didn't have, couldn't find a coach. I ended up coaching on a number of different seasons, uh, picking up another, you know, another team to coach just because uh, I enjoy the game of basketball and it yeah. was a, it was an awesome thing to do. So I know like time, that's a really rewarding, like watching something grow from nothing. Okay. Yeah. Watching something grow from nothing uh, is, you know, some, place where I like to, you know, to give my time. Yeah. And that's time well spent because I mean, those kids are going to be better off, you know, having somebody kind of mentor them and, and coach them and, you know, get them up to speed. Yeah. You were great. I mean, uh, I'll never forget. My daughter was a year younger, 
you're younger than your son, mm-hmm. and you convinced her to play on a boys' basketball team, which um, I, I was shocked she was down with it, but it was so cool to sit there and see my fourth-grade daughter playing on a fifth-grade boys' basketball team. And, you know, she held her own. She was good. She was good. She was, I mean, phenomenal little point guard. It actually kind of breaks my heart a little bit that she's not playing anymore. Yeah. Uh, but phenomenal, more tough as nails, phenomenal little you know, phenomenal little point guard, fast as fast as I'll get out. So mm-hmm. it, you know, it was a joy to it was a joy to 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 watch them. You and know, you coached a few of our. We have like you know a circle of friends, and you coached a few of those kids. I mean, that's kind of cool that you know you made that connection, and with all these families that we spend a lot of time with. When you and I give through the church, give your time, right? Yeah. So where where have you given your time to the church? I know you guys have done some. Yeah, things. I mean it was crazy. Like we, uh, they were just talking last week just how. Um, Zip codes, you know, the wealthiest zip codes in the area. And they were basically saying that it's literally a five-mile difference in Kansas City between the richest zip code and the poorest zip code. Mm-hmm. And the numbers are staggering. Like, they're saying the richest zip code had a household median income of, like, you know, $170,000. And the poorest had a median income of, like, $12,000. Mm. Like, Staggering, like it's not that far. Five, I can walk five miles. Well, sure, you know I can walk five miles. But um, <laughs> we have established you yeah, can walk yeah. fifteen miles. But um, and my feet will, my poor little, my poor feet yeah. will suffer. Yeah, but it's maddening to me that you know the United States, the richest country in the history of the planet, has kids that are going to bed at night without a bed. Like, I mean, it's it's maddening to me. So yeah, we try to do some work with them. Um, Trying to make sure the kids have, you know, it's crazy how many kids go home on the weekend and don't have any food to eat. Like, you know, uh, my daughters have donated time, you know, packing backpacks so that kids have something to eat. On yeah, the Operation Back through Operation Backpack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I love Kansas City so much and I want this city to be an example for the rest of the country and the rest of the world. You know, how we all help each other out. That's awesome. That yeah, That's really awesome. So... On the flip side of things, what do you absolutely abhor? Like, if you could cut it out of your life, mm-hmm. having to spend time on doing things, I know where my first choice would be. I know you have a couple bugaboos yeah. that, like, I loathe spending time doing getting a hair. I have a brand new haircut. <laughs> I got my haircut today. I got my haircut yesterday. Yeah. And I look so low. No. Uh, great clips. Yeah, that's how much I like getting my hair cut is it's if you can get me in and out in 15 minutes, I, it doesn't really matter if I have a good haircut. It's like a NASCAR pit crew. It right? is a NASCAR pit crew. Get me. You would think I would devolve the like Floby or like some sort of microwave device that you stick your head in and it just, it just shaves. Yeah. And then I look like the guys from Dumb and Dumber, but I. Or just have Becca cut your hair while you're sleeping. Drew, yeah, D might offer to do that. But she might offer to do that. I don't uh, mind the haircut. I actually got my haircut today. I do my haircut at, you know, there's a place literally I'm like, like... You don't do your haircut at I work. I don't do my haircut. But it's like four doors down from work. So you just get up from your desk in the middle of the day and go get your haircut. And really do the you know, scalp massage. That really in the haircut. Where they're rubbing your head and... They cut my hair and like, you know, there's... I, I do get offended when they like take the clippers and they like stick them inside my ear. Like, like really, it's not that bad. Like, I 
kind of keep an eye on that stuff, but it's embarrassing. I have an in-home esthetician for that. It's really gross, actually. I'm not going to go into details so about haircuts that. haircuts don't bother me. Yeah. Haircuts bother me. Like, I, I really abhor spending time haircuts. What bothers you, then? Um, see, I take kind of a different angle. Like, stuff that annoys me, I just kind of, like, cut out of my life. Like, I don't like mowing the yard. I hate lawn maintenance. Okay. So, you know. You so know, somebody gets paid. A few years ago, die for Father's Day got me a <laughs> the best Father's Day gift ever and had somebody, you know, mow our yard and it stuck. And you've never mowed since? You have I sense. got rid of my mower last year. Okay. I had a friend at work that she bought a house for the first time and she's like, I don't have a mower. I'm like, I have one. And now I don't have a mower. And I actually enjoy mowing the lawn. Yeah, you're sick that way. I don't understand that. Well, I wouldn't get any exercise, I don't think, if I didn't mow the lawn. Okay. I mean, seriously. It's like, I'll look at my Apple Watch, which I got ostensibly really just to tell me how I don't ever really do anything. It's not really to get you to move. It's just <laughs> so you understand how little you move. Okay. It really is. I'm with you. It just, it's really analytics and data. Yeah. It's the KPIs about my lack of activity. I don't mind. I actually enjoy mowing. I don't mind doing yard work. And I think a lot of that is because most of the rest of the day, you know, based on what else I do for work, I'm working at a computer. Right. Like we were talking about how bad my eye strain is. And it's just like, I've almost. At a screen. Yeah. Some, some self healing, some self care. Mm -hmm. I need to, I'm adopting some of that, particularly around like. Like you're not meditating gonna, and you're not going to proactively go take a walk. But if I have to walk in a grid, you know, pushing a mower, I will. I will do it. And then you and I also differ on one of the other things I hate spending time on is preparing food. Yeah, I, I love cooking. So I like, have a problem with that. Like if I can walk by the refrigerator and there is something that is six days old and prepared versus me having to prepare it. Right. I will consume roll the thing. The I will roll the dice on maybe being ill later yeah. over having to prepare the food. I would die if Becca were not here. I would I would literally be in such a bad way. And the sad part of it is, is I started off the relationship being the cook in the family. Mm -hmm. Like I had some skill there. But it's just, again, me thinking about, and I don't, it's not that I hate eating for enjoyment either. Like I actually enjoy food. <laughs> I just don't want to have to go through the effort. Yes, yes, yes. It's kind of like the same principles we have around beer. When I think Hunter was asking us a couple of weeks ago, right. right? You guys brew beer, right? And we're like, hell no, it's a lot of work. It's way too much time. It's way too much work for something that's nowhere near as like it's cheaper to buy beer than to make beer. Good beer. I mean, I, I I will never agree that it's cheaper to make your own beer. I don't care what kind of beer you make. It's too good and too easy to just go get it. Yeah, agreed. And I almost feel the same, not quite as bad, but I almost feel the same way now about food, about preparing food. Yeah. I mean, I kind of have to be in the right mood. It's, you know, like a Sunday where you got some time, you know, it's all about time again. Like if I got some downtime, I love to sit there and bang something out, you know, elaborate more than, you know, hamburger helper. But uh, uh, I, I don't like, the older I get, I don't like going to get the food. Like the grocery store is less fun than it used to be. Okay. So I'm okay making it if somebody goes and buys it and like it's all, you know. Procures the groceries. Yes. But you guys have done the service where there are a couple of the grocery stores now deliver. They're like trying yeah. to compete with Amazon. High yeah, B, right? You know, we're in that 
cycle where it just sucks because you know when you're working you don't have a lot of as much time and you have to go to I gotta go to Costco I gotta go to Trader Joe's oh I gotta stop by Whole Foods oh I need to go to like just a regular grocery store and you know I, it's exhausting going to four stores just to get everything you need for the week and kids are some of that you know they want the name brands that you know Trader Joe's and Whole Foods don't have don't have yeah they get kind of picky about the items that are selected uh, and I'm at this point I'm about ready to make them do the shopping if that matters to them but then you'll be you'll end up fixing about 10% of the problem and then it'll get 90% worse yeah i mean you can only have mac and cheese so many nights in a row yeah it's a bad it's a bad way anything anything else that that you abhor time wise um no i just relish time so i try to avoid things Waste time. Okay. Well, speaking of a waste of time or maybe a waste of uh, flesh, I think it's time for us to do our Triple D this week. Triple D. <laughs> so, waste of flesh. What are you talking about? Well, the Triple D, the triple D uh, this week is, and so for folks, uh, to close each show, we'll have a quick Triple D discussion. Uh, if you don't know what that is, we basically discuss a scenario. We pose a question. And we have a quick conversation to try and articulate whether a person's a dick douche or a dumbass. Yeah. It's a dumbass move. And so this week's Triple D move is someone who even utters, don't you know who I am? Like, we yeah. had this conversation over beers last week, over last week, and I'm like, this is this week's Triple D yeah. move. It's, and there was a particular actress that I'm not fond of who have never been fond of her and she's notoriously famous for getting it I think it was a DUI incident or yeah. something and I don't know if she was a I don't remember all the particulars but she got out of the car and said don't you know who I am and then another one is uh I there's a ranker list out there of celebrities it's stack ranked not stack ranked. It's just basically like, you know, uh, the best of the best that have ever used that statement. You know, do you know who I am? It, so, so, okay. Knock, knock through the list here. Cause I knew you'd prepared this. Yes. <laughs> and there's a pattern, mostly a pattern that forms here. So, yeah. uh, Hope Solo, the, uh, U.S. women's national team goalie. She said, is she the goalie still? She's often on the no, team. She's, so. she got the boot, but basically, yeah. um, she got pulled over. And said, you know, do you know who I am? Uh, David Hasselhoff. I can't believe that. The almost, Hoff, man. The Hoff, almost, that breaks my heart almost. It really does. That one, like, yeah, I know who you are, and I'm still going to bust your ass. Yeah. You know, now, but, was that here or in Germany? Uh, I did not get the particulars, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Germany, I don't think they would do anything. It was probably yeah. here he got it, because, you know, he's kind of revered there. Yeah, it's a big deal in Germany. Uh, Mike Tyson? You would think any officer pulling him over when, with... Anybody with a facial tattoo, like, it's, you know, it might be Mike Tyson. Yeah. And I might just accept that at that point. I think I'd probably let that one go. Yeah, I, I mean, would. You know, you never know what he's going to do. Uh, Busta Rhymes. Busta, Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes. Awesome. Um, Shia LaBeouf. Which, speaking of, so Busta Rhymes, when, what year was that? Was that the year Becca and I, when we were engaged, we were in New York it was the weekend of our engagement. So that's, that was more than 20 years ago, about 20 years ago. 
We were in New York and Busta Rhymes got arrested while we were in New York, like three blocks from where we were staying. And ever since he's been known as Busta Crimes. <laughs> Apparently the officer did not know who he was or just didn't care. Or didn't care. Okay. Um, Shia LaBeouf. Oh, gee. Train wreck. Right. Yes. I mean, you know, that's the one the cop was probably like, yeah, you're a dickhead. I'm going to give you, you know, whatever. Citation. We're going to double the citation. Uh, this one's not surprising, but it's a little out of uh, uh, the list that we've given thus far. But Alec Baldwin. I can see that. I can see that, but I still like him a lot. I do, too. And a lot really? of that just has to do with this SNL. Like, SNL, Saturday Night Live has really improved his street cred. I I've always liked him. He's one of the few people that, like, he was a huge action star in the 90s. Mm -hmm. Hunt for Red October, yep. The Getaway, like... You know, he, he could throw down. Yeah. Phenomenal like, on Hunt like for Red me. October. Um, well, and he's in the new Mission Impossible movie that's coming out. Yeah. I don't think he's like, you know, he's more like well, he's, or something. Yeah, he's know, a bureaucrat and that. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, he he aged and put on a few pounds and became very comedic. <laughs> it happens. It does happen. We, 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 you saying, you're saying there's a parallel between Alec Baldwin and us? We put on a few pounds and get a little comedic. I'm, I'm still in that hybrid. Like I'll throw down with my accountant, and then you know, like the next day I can, you know. But you're not joking about it. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm surprised when I asked you. I was kind of leading the witness. Why I said, "Is there anything you abhor about time?" And I was sitting there thinking, going, "How long did you spend in your accountant's office? Oh my God. Where you were taking like a." It was almost like they were working you through cattle fences. You're like, okay, waiting this holding area. Now we're going to put you yeah. in this holding area. It's like the Jerry Seinfeld. Like you go from the big waiting room to the little waiting room. You're like, I've been called. But all of a sudden, you're just going to another waiting room. You're not, like, you know, lucky or anything. And you've still not finished my taxes. All right. Uh, <laughs> Don't you know who I am? I'm your accountant. But the one you were talking about was Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. I mean, she pulled the... Ugh. I don't know why you don't like her. I don't. I mean, she's not my favorite actress. The only movie I like her in is the movie I think it epitomizes her personality, and it's Election. Like I think yeah, I see that her. A good movie. Yeah, and and there she plays it as parody, but I think that's the way she is in real life. I think most Reese Witherspoon fans have never seen that movie, and that's maybe her best work. I think it is her best work. Yeah, and I'm there was that movie I think where she hikes. A trail, wild. wild. That's, that, I, that's actually a good movie. That is a good movie too. She she's a fine actress, but there's something about her that just rubs me the wrong way. I, I can't put my finger on it, and that just confirmed it when she when she had that incident and said, "Don't you know who I am?" Yeah. Any, anybody else on the list? I, I saved the best for last. Okay. Because <laughs> this is one that I read the name and I'm like, I don't know who you are, <laughs> which is. Why it's so funny. Uh, apparently, at one point, Lindsay Lohan's mom gave the, do you know who I am? And I, when the officer said no, I assume she said, Lindsay Lohan's my daughter. But, like, I don't think it, it got her any uh, leeway. You forgot one on there, too. Who? That Jay and I were discussing. That we, he, what, what network was that on, Jay? Was it Food Network? Yeah. He's a Food Network star. And my kids binge watch a show on Star, yeah, Star, on Netflix for nearly a year. It's got to be that that Guy Fieri. No, it's not Guy Fieri. That guy's an asshole. And I will have a triple D conversation about Guy Fieri specifically because I've met him several times. 
But <laughs> and I will even raise the specific scenario that in- happened to me directly. But Put and if guy up. and if guy Fietti listens to the show, I really don't care. He can find me and pull your accountant on me if he wants to throw down. The cake paws. <laughs> uh, apparently, he got pulled over for a DUI. I see a common theme here. It's like once you've had too much to drink, apparently that is must be hardwired into people. Like you might do it next week if you got pulled over. There's for a majority a DUI. there. Don't that, you know who I am? I'm Chad. I'm on the home. <laughs> <laughs> that and a dollar will give me a cup of coffee, but you know, um, yeah, it's almost like if you have to say that, like, no, I don't know who you are. I'm sorry. Like, I don't, I didn't know you were Lindsay Lohan's mom and it doesn't change the fact that I don't care. Like it's nuts. It, you're not above, not above anything. No. I mean, if you're like, you know, friggin' Kanye or, you know, Bradley Cooper or something, you don't need to say that shit because they're like, holy crap, I pulled over Bradley Cooper. You know, like, I know Insta, Beyonce. I mean, no they're disputing who I am. Yeah, Beyonce walks out and there are probably waves of gold that shoot out of the automobile as she's stepping out to be frisked. Right? And it's like, man, I just don't even know who she is, but it's, there's this, M, you know, this aura. I, yes. Need not be said, you're Beyonce, move on. All right, so we haven't discussed the key question. We've listed all these people. Dick, mm. douche, dumbass move. This is a gray area because it feels like a dick move, but in actuality, it's a douchebag move because you're trying to live above your station. Mm-hmm. You are You clearly believe by stating that, or phrasing that, if I'm hearing you correctly, by phrasing that, you believe you're above everybody just by uttering that phrase. Exactly. You're better than everybody. You're self-aware that you're being dickish, but in reality, you're a douche. Okay. It's kind of like an M&M of the Triple D. It's like the dick hard candy hard exterior. Yeah. But it's really a douchey interior coming out. Like, it's almost like a dick would be like, I don't care. Like, get, throw me your worst. I don't give a shit. But they're trying to use celebrity, which is very loosely termed in some of these people. Yeah, um, the cake boss. Yeah. I, I don't even think I could pick out the cake boss of a lineup, like in the lineup. I, I seriously don't know what he looks like. Let me tell you all about him. He's a cake boss, though. And that, <laughs> I care why. Yeah. Like, you can make some cookies. And honestly, he inherited. You got a cake in your trunk? Because yeah. <laughs> unless you got some cake on you, I, I don't really care. It's not, it better be the best damn cake I ever exactly. had. Exactly. Oh, so brownies, maybe brownie. Yeah, brownie. Now you're going a completely different direction. You're ready for Amsterdam. All right, forget it. Uh, so I'm gonna say I agree with you wholeheartedly. I I think it's really a, a it's douche. a Trojan horse. It's it kind is, of a yeah. a tro- Oh, I like that. Metaphor there. Yeah, it's a douche in a dick's body. Mm-hmm. I like that metaphor. Okay. No, it's a douche in a dick body. Okay. Right? Is it? Because you said it was you a douche in dick. Whatever. We got... It's really a douche move is what we're saying. No, it's a it's a douche in a dick body because the Trojan horse was, you know, I'm a horse. All right. You got it right there. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Jay? Um, I'm going to have to agree on that one. I mean, I can't... It's not really defined like you can't define it so it's like 
it's in like the, the deep waters, you know what I mean? Like you can't mm. really tell. That is deep. That is deep. Getting all philosophical and shit on us. Pulling the celebrity card is a douche move. It, it's a douche move. Yeah, it's not even a dumbass move. I mean, it really is just kind of a douche move. All right, folks. Well, if you are listening to us and want to let us know, or you want to let us know in the comments later, or if you're like some of the people that listen to the show and you have my phone number and you just want to freaking text me, because I've had that happen. I've had a couple people text me about my bunions. I, I mean, they wanted to know about my middle toe pad getting all worn off. If, if you want to really know that stuff and send me your opinion, we're, and maybe if you get enough comments, you'll put a picture online. No, I, I'm not going to put a picture of my feet online. That will, you know, I'm, you know how bad my wife well, hates people me. People are sick though. Like people would like to see that. That is sick. That is a fetish we do not need. Come to the hump, get your foot fetish on. That's why you put like a big number. Like, you know, we get like a thousand likes, then Brent will show a close up of his foot. His foot. Okay. Maybe I'll do that. One thousand likes. One thousand likes and I might put my foot up there. Put put my foot up somewhere else too. Alright, with that folks, thanks for hanging with us. If you've enjoyed today's episode, and I can understand if you didn't, go out to the He Says She Says Casey Facebook page and like and follow us if you haven't already. Also check out the He Says She Says Casey blog. And you can now subscribe to us on iTunes, which we've got some folks doing that, and that's awesome. If you're on iTunes, do us a solid and leave us, rate us, and leave us a comment. One sentence will do. Just leave us a little comment. If you think we're fucking crazy, go ahead and say that. Don't you know who we are? (laughs) Do that on iTunes, and also you can find us on SoundCloud and Stitcher. Take care.